And we're back. It's me, Carl and Chris again. So this week's topic, discrimination. Hmm, now, it's a strange one, I know. But uh, a lot of discrimination is to do with assumptions. And you'll probably agree with me on that, even though I just assumed you'd agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm going to tell you a little story about how assumptions have led me in the past to discriminate. Now, many years ago, back in the early 80s, when I was a man about town, yes, it was a long time ago, when I was clubbing and... What was the 60s? Uh, no, it wasn't the 60s. I wasn't there with Charles Dance on the <laughs> King's Road, <laughs> in, you know, trendy clothes. Um, we go around the clubs in town, you know, and like obviously the dress code was different and stuff, and it was glam rock and everything. But there was a guy, we always used to see a guy called um, Dean, I think his name was, now, Dean was a skinny little guy, um, always in bloody tight trousers, face full of makeup. Now, we always assumed, because he looked like that, he was one of the gays. And we just made that assumption because of, of how he looked. And uh, he, he was skinny, he had the Michael Jackson squeaky voice, so, you know, what other assumption would you come to? And we'd never had much exposure as youngsters, we'd never had much exposure to that sort of thing anyway, yeah. you know, to the gays so one day <laughs> i actually picked him up because i was driving taxis then from about the age of 20 21 uh, and i picked him up in the taxi and i said dean do you mind me asking are you the gays <laughs> can i just quickly ask did you actually say the gays that's, i probably didn't at the time though. okay that's all right no <laughs> but he said no i'm not and it turns out he had a girlfriend who was pregnant at the time and I said, so why all that? He said, I just like doing it. But in the meantime, until I'd ask, actually asked him, the, me and my mates had always assumed, you know, he was a puffer, uh, and he was doing whatever he was doing with M men. Martin's allowed to say these things because he's over 50. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> I'm sorry for anyone who's listening. <laughs> and we just made all these assumptions, you know, and, and he was like, we didn't sort of dislike him for it or anything, but we there'd been very little talk about this sort of thing in the media because the media was basically the news or a newspaper. There was no social media. There was nothing. There was no internet. So there was no other media for you to have any exposure to it. It wasn't covered in any programs on the television. So it was only any rare mention of it in a newspaper or, or, on, or on the news, which, like, you know, was such so few and far between. So to, to see, to actually see somebody that you thought was the gays... <laughs> Stop saying the gays. It's hilarious. It was fascinating for us, and it was. But but that's the way you look. And what it came about from was that was the start of all sort of the glam rock, Adam and the Ants, and that where these pop stars were putting on face paint and putting on makeup. Boy George, you know, it was becoming the trend, and that's why he did it. He just liked to do it. But we were making assumptions for that, and we were discriminating, not in a hateful way, in an accidental way. Yeah, we were more laughing about it more than anything else not sort of thinking he's a lesser person but uh, we we would just laugh about him because of the way he looked and i don't think that was fair but it uh, was we, we were discriminating down to assumptions that we we had made because i don't understand how uh, w with gay people it's always been a strange one to me where some of the mannerisms come in now i completely understand if a woman you know, falls in love with another woman or a bloke with a bloke. Yeah, okay, you're falling in love with that person, and that that's that's a normal thing I, I, to me. That that's you know. 
But I sometimes wonder where the mannerisms and the voice and all that sort of comes from. I don't get that. Now look at Gareth Thomas, a rugby player. <laughs> now, when he came out, because you wouldn't have known he was the gays, but when, <laughs> when he came out, nobody gave a shit. Nobody cared whatsoever. And he was a man's man, you know. I was, was going to say, mind you, have you seen the size of him? Yeah, I mean, he was a solidly built bloody rugby player. He was, yeah. I seen him posing in some sports page and he was like ripped. Um, just quickly on that, apparently the entire changing room of Wales knew. Everyone knew, that the, the staff, all the players, they all knew that he was. Was that your phone again? <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. so, somebody open the emergency exit and throw it up. <laughs> yeah, they, they all knew that he was um, well before he came out. So no one cared in, in the actual rugby. Something that's a, traditionally a very manly sport, especially in locker rooms and stuff, it's very yeah. known to be very manly in there. They didn't care. Well, they all knew nice he was. See. I'm glad that it's going that way. But mm. that's what I mean. We've because we've had more exposure to it now. It's not so much down to assumptions on, on, on that subject anymore, because it, nobody cares. Nope. You know, I mean, bat an eyelid if if one of you two come out as as gay. I'm not sure which one of you is more likely, but if one of you two gay, it would make a bloody bit of difference. I, I, I think that's pretty obvious, isn't it? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still sunglasses, Chris. <laughs> top gear sunglasses uh, top gun sunglasses sorry. yeah top gun glasses yeah. but th- nowadays it's like it's an accepted thing it, w- it wouldn't make a blind bit of difference to anybody you worked with or I think that's because of things like metrosexuals which have kind of grayed the area between being gay and straight to the fact of male grooming yeah th- th- people look after it. men in particular at the moment look after themselves a lot better than they did and it doesn't be it's not classed as gay anymore it's just classed as looking after yourself Whereas then, someone who looked after themselves would have been like, well, you moisturise, you do this, you do that. It's a bit weird. But now, who cares? In fact, it's a good thing that people are looking after themselves. Yeah. So. But discrimination now, I was ginger. I think we've mentioned this before. When I was a kid, well, when I was a kid up till I was about 40, which I was still a kid, <laughs> um, I was ginger. And the ribbon I used to have in school about being gi- ginger, I was practically an outcast. But it wasn't, a, it wasn't a, like a hateful, it was... Mocking. It w- yeah, it w- I mean, it was a prejudice because I was sort of ginger, but, you know, I didn't go to sort of um, the head teacher or the local news or anything like that and say, I'm getting victimised because I'm ginger. That's because of you, I think, more than anything else. It just wasn't done then. Okay, it wasn't done then, but I mean, it depends on the person as well on that one. I mean, if if someone is ginger and they're brought up in a situation where they're constantly getting bullied because of the, the, something that they can't control, then you would be a, feel a bit victimised, especially now with with how much it's it's advertised on tell someone it's not a weakness to say something. No, I think and you're quite a strong character as well. So. If yeah, just punch him in the face because being ginger, I had a terrible temper. <laughs> <laughs> so it's forever fighting. And people. Which is ironic because you live in Wales, and if there's a Celtic, the Celtic genetics is ginger. I've got a ginger beard. My brother's got a ginger beard. My cousin, my auntie's ginger. There's a whole heritage in my family of people with red hair, and there is across the country. So for people to pick that one thing about you is strange in Wales. The gingers. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's weird, but. I suppose kids will be kids, and if 
depending on the person, like you've, you seem like quite a strong person. So if someone gave you a ribbing for being ginger, you would find something wrong with them and just give them a ribbon back. And then it's that response that makes them go, oh, he's not an easy target. <laughs> Move on and just test the water somewhere else. Kids always do that. Where's, it's different when you're an adult. Where's the line, though, as far as... Um, like where, where, where's the line? That's a difficult thing with children. I don't think they have one. Yeah, and they need to be educated on that line. I mean, it's, not, it's one thing if, if you're a bunch of mates and you're just joking around and whatnot. But then if you do bring, like, racism into it or sexism or anything like that, that's the line. You've gone over the line then to a point. Because, I mean, if you again, if you're a group of friends and you're doing it, it's, it's, it's kind of almost okay as long as you know that they're okay with it. And if they're giving you as much as you're giving them, then there's no issues. Now, that's a good point you bring up because one of the royals that was, I mean, they were all in the forces and they all, all the royal males have joined the army or the Air yeah. Force or whatever at one point. And there was a lot of fuss a few years ago about when one of them referred into one of the guys that was in his squadron or group or platoon, whatever it was, as Paki. Um, and they said, oh, you can't do that. You can't say that, blah, blah, blah. And they said... Yeah, we, we've always called him that. Called him that. He's 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 one of our guys. We're all in the same sort of regiment. He's got no problem with it at all. We've all got nicknames. That's his. Yeah, it but doesn't yeah, matter. Everybody else was offended, <laughs> but these group of friends that you know were trusting uh, their lives in in all the others, they weren't bothered at all by yeah, it. The, the, the same thing with you. If you were in school with uh, a group of mates and they called you Ginge all the time, yeah, well, that's well, not that, offensive yeah, at all, no, is no, it? That's because that was basically what I was called all the time. Oh, Ginge. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is. That's what's Sorry. important about the, the social environment, if you will. Then. So if it's a child on their own that doesn't have a group of people to interact with like that, if someone calls them a name, they may feel slighted because they don't know the difference. So if, if, if you've got a child that's fairly isolated from the rest of the class and they're being called names and they're being bullied and they don't know how to react, then that, that's definitely a problem. And that happens a lot in schools where what you might call the the loners or the, the children that don't interact very well with the rest of the class, they get picked on and bullied because they're seen as outcasts. But if you're in a group of friends, everyone's got their own quirks or their own flaws or whatever you may want to call them. And if you're constantly, it, under that circumstance, if you banter, we call it then, if, you, if you're having a laugh and a joke with your friends, it, it helps you accept almost those things that, aren't quite perfect with you. So if people call you ginger all the time, it's like, yeah, whatever, I've heard this a million times. I went to school with people who were of Asian origin. They used to get called all sorts of... Oh, I can imagine, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, you're... You know the typical ones. They'd make fun of their eyes, the colour of their skin. They'd make fun of the way that they speak, etc., etc. But after a while, you, you can't hurt that person. They've just gone, yeah, I've heard it a million times before. Yeah, this is... Yeah. You know, can't you come up with something more creative? And that throws them off then because they, they're strong enough to take it and then give it back. And that's where the social dynamic becomes quite important then. But yeah, it definitely needs, it needs a bit more of an education. If it's a group of friends making fun of each other, you know the limits thereabouts. Your friend will give you a clip if you cross the line. Yeah. But when you're picking on someone who doesn't have the same social network as you or someone who's a little more isolated, or they've got social anxiety or problems with socializing you need to understand that you can't treat them the same way as you would your mate because you're, you're causing some sev some severe health problems mentally 
And a really strange discrimination was the fact that I'm left-handed as well. So people would say, oh, you're cack-handed. No, I'm not cack-handed. I just write to my left hand. Makes no difference. Which I've, is never heard of, I've never heard of anyone. I'm cack-handed. My dad uses it yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a common thing. You know, you're cack-handed. Well, that was cack- when you talk to somebody being cack, it's like something's rubbish or yeah. crap or shit, whatever. So to say somebody's cack-handed, it's like, uh, that's not normal. No, it might not be the majority, but it's not always the majority that makes it bloody normal. Yeah. What is normal? Well, not us. <laughs> Definitely not us. Yeah, it makes no difference. But assumptions, what I, the point I was making was assumptions will cause people to discriminate. Now, um, you can't, we, we've, I think we discussed this previously, is you can say anything about um, a Christian and there'll be no repercussions. Nothing at all. You can say what you like about a Christian and nobody's going to say anything in general. Um, and yet, if you say anything against um, the Muslims, in inverted commas, ructions. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. If you did it on um, social media, you'd be shouted down and people would be trying to kick you off. And I think that's because Christianity is more of a Western religion. So it's kind of evolved with the times. Whereas I would say... Muslim or Islam or whatever the, whatever it is hasn't so much it's been very stuck in the ways for god knows how long like Britain for example is not just one religion it's multiple religions but if you go to a Muslim country most of the time you're going to find it's Muslim and that's it it's a very stuck on that religion it's not stuck going around the place see with all, with all the news right uh, and the amount that Muslims and Islam have been in the news the last couple of years it's natural, I think, for us to who live in a small town like this, where nearly everybody's Welsh and a couple of Polish, um, feeding me salty soup, <laughs> <laughs> making me ill, uh, and we don't experience really a multi multicultural society. No. So if I was to go somewhere and I saw three or four Muslims together, I'm naturally going to be a little bit wary. And that might be unjustified, and it might be somebody listening and saying, that's terrible, that's terrible, you're an Islamophobe. Well, no, I'm not used to it. There's been such bad press for this that I'm now making the assumption that these are bad people. Media plays a part in that. It's yes, and it's probably because of that. Let's put that in my head, that these are the people i got to be afraid of. Because what we're taught of when we're little is stranger danger. So when you're a kid, you don't talk to someone that you don't know or you don't interact with someone that you don't know because there could be terrible repercussions and if, if you live in a small town like this where you're not exposed to different cultures so you, you you're only say you're only seeing white well pretend is probably like 95 percent white men white women there are a few you know they just the latter percent could make up a, you know different demographics of people but if you're just seeing white people all the time on a regular basis that's your baseline. That's your normal. So when you see someone from another culture or another race, that's what you would consider to be stranger danger because you don't know who they are. Yeah. You, you've never really been exposed to them as a race or a culture, so you know nothing about them. Whereas if you lived in a more multicultural society where it was an even split, you wouldn't really think any different if you saw an Asian person on the street, um, a black person, someone from you know a different Asian demographic you wouldn't it would be totally normal to yeah, you absolutely. so it lessens the amount of 
I guess, stereotypical racism you might have to someone of that particular culture because you don't see them as any different. Whereas when you live in places that don't have the same level of multiculturalism, yeah, that you, you have these predetermined... I don't know where this comes from. It's, it's a fascinating topic to me because I'm from Batalbot. <laughs> and, and, and we will make assumptions about that. And, we will make assumpt- <laughs> and people make assumptions about that. That, you know, I'm, I'm less than a person because I'm from Mordor, as they call it. Pro- probably inbred. Probably inbred. I've got the genetics of a mutant because of all the pollutants <laughs> and, and whatnot. And that's fine, you know. That's just... It's sort of a, a weird joke within the culture of Wales the Patal, but is sort of a, a strange place. But there aren't that many people there or growing up. Didn't see a lot of people of different races. There were a there was one black family that were in the school. There were there was one Asian family and there were a few people from India and Pakistan that went to the same school as well. But, but they it was a very small percentage and I mean minute percentage of people. And they got they got bullied pretty pretty heavily, unfortunately, and it's a real shame. But then, if you go to somewhere like Cardiff, Cardiff is a much more multicultural place. There's people of all ethnicities there. So I'd, I'd imagine that it's much easier for children of all races to integrate into the school system yeah. because it's something that you're just used to. So it very much depends on your exposure to these people. And pre the internet, I can imagine that was even worse because you really didn't know about these people and their cultures so it would have been 10 times worse before that it's bad now when people have the internet and they see these things and they make arbitrary assumptions about you know certain types of religions being terrorists and all that sort of stuff and i think that's where when you mentioned that group of muslim people that seems to be the common thing is that muslim equals terrorist because of all the things that have happened yeah because we've already shoved down our throat yeah exactly so the media is cramming this stereotype down your throat about all these people whereas it's just a small percentage of them i think like that most of them are just regular people like us but yeah it certainly helps but we make assumptions all the time yeah it's a natural which brings us to these prejudices yeah now you know i i won't get any um i probably won't get into trouble now for saying that um all catholic priests are alcoholic pedophiles which we know is not true they're not all alcoholics but But that's you know, nobody's nobody's going to be attacking me on social media. Two weeks on the trot, we've uh, insulted the Catholics now. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody's going to be sort of attacking me on social media. Our listener won't be interested in that. They, you know, it's like, well, it's Catholic. Who, who cares? But I could turn around and say, um, I, I can't stand Israelis. And somebody who then will jump on that and say, Oh, you're uh, you're a Nazi. You you hate the Jews, right? That's not what I said. I said I didn't like Israelis. It's because... Specifically, I don't. I couldn't care less about Israelis. <laughs> but yeah. but it, it would get twisted, and the prejudice would come out, and the assumption was, oh, because he said he doesn't like Israeli people, um, the Israelis, he's, uh, he, he doesn't like the Jews. Yeah, well, that's, 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 that's because it's, it's, it's happened throughout history where people will always look at someone and say they don't like them. It just happens. And we're going through the, the age right now where those particular type of people are going through that, where you've got people going, I don't like them. I don't know why, but I just don't like them. And then people jumping on going, well, you can't say that because we've done it to, we have done it to Christianity in the past, we've done it to Jews, we've done it to Catholics, we've done it all our our life as a human species. If you're slightly different, you're not going to be liked. 
that's how it goes. And I think they're just getting, it's just a time that's happening. So eventually it will end and we'll find something else, be it human or alien. It will be something else yeah. that will take their spot. So eventually it will get to the point where we, no one will care. Just like no one cares about Christianity or Catholicism, Catholicism. I mean, it'll just get to that point. I mean, probably the next one is actually going to be Mormonism because no one likes Mormonism. It must just be the unknown then. It's, it, it seems to derivate from skin colour. So if you're not exposed yeah. to people of a different origin, their skin colour is different, therefore you think of them as different. It's, you know, it's a silly assumption to make when you look at it in hindsight, but if you're not educated enough or you don't know enough about people of a different skin colour, you know, where do you go as your reference? If you go to your parents as a reference, they, and I suppose this is where a lot of it stems from, is that if your parents have, if you, let's say you're 10 years old and you've never seen someone of a different skin colour, it's very likely that your parents of 40 years haven't seen someone either. So they're passing their prejudice onto you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that will eventually fade out as people become more exposed to these types of things. But it's not a lot. No, I mean, I feel about I've got an affinity with Jewish people in that I'm good at maths as well. <laughs> it just comes natural to me. I've got the nose for being Jewish. <laughs> And a lot of it comes to attraction as well. Attraction is a big topic when it comes to offending people. Because if you say, because I, I always say this, and I, it's a very honest answer, is that I'm not attracted to black women. I never have been. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I wasn't around them enough when I was younger. There were not that many black people where I lived. I never saw them there for, I never had the chance over the years to build up an attraction to them, I just, I never have. And it's, I'm, I'm far past that now. I've got my preferences, I'll never be, that'll never change. And I that's not, that's I not- I don't say that's discrimination, I think that's just sexual yeah, preference. Yeah, it's, it's not a- it, Absolutely it is. Now I saw a tweet from Tyler Oakley, I don't know if you've ever heard of Tyler Oakley. YouTuber he, glasses? He, he is a YouTuber glasses and he's, he's, he's one of the gays. And <laughs> he used to be, Big pals a year or two ago, he suddenly become really popular on the Ellen show with Ellen DeGeneres, yeah. who, as we know, was also. And um, he started coming up with these really arrogant things. And one of the things he put on Twitter was, if you're not attracted to uh, somebody of a different color or whatever, um, you're racist. And I thought, that's absolute bullshit. bullshit. That's Do insane. you know how stupid a comment that is? Yeah. Mm. It's like, I, I may not be attracted to black women, but I would never treat them any differently than I would anyone else. It's just, I'm not attracted to them. It's got nothing to do with who they are as a person or the way that they go about their lives. It's just some sort of arbitrary thing that I've built up over the years due to the lack of exposure to people of that ethnicity. I've, I've just never grown up with them in my social circle or in my life. Therefore, I've never seen them in that way. And I'm old enough now where my opinion isn't going to change. I can't help it. I'm not doing yeah, it yeah. purposely to be racist. Yeah. It's just the it's, way that I've It's just up. a sexual preference. It's the same yeah, as saying, I don't like a white woman with black hair. Yeah, it makes It doesn't difference. make any difference. You just don't like the black hair. That's it. So it's, 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 it's there is no racism. There's no prejudice There's against no that. There's no more to it than no. that. It's just it's sexual that preference. That's it. it shouldn't be making assumptions no. on, on that. And no. what difference does it make what people are attracted to? The, you know, the, the black community are not going, oh, my God, he's not attracted to us. What are we going to do? <laughs> it makes absolutely <laughs> no difference. They yeah. don't care. 
They don't care who's attracted to what, but I think, like in Tyler's instance, he seems to be getting offended on behalf of other people. Yeah. He's discriminating on based on behalf of other people. You know, there's not outrage in the black community that these people aren't attracted to them. They don't care. There's not an outrage in whatever X community because X race isn't attracted to them. Who cares? People have their preferences. It's personal to them for whatever reason, for the, their environment growing up and their exposure to different cultures. They form an opinion and that's that. You can't change that. I don't understand what the problem is. It's not racism at all. If you say I'm not attracted to that person, so, so what? <laughs> you know, it's, just, it doesn't matter. Just, I've just thought of this for some reason. You know, like racism and, mm-hmm. and, and like sexism and stuff is specifically to, to different gen- uh, genres, if you like. Um, what would aliens be? What would their word be? Alienism? If you didn't like aliens, yeah. If you were, if you were prejudiced to an alien, what would their word be? I don't know. Because I thought I said earlier about the interspecies relations, which was quite a good way of putting it. But what would the opposite of that be? What would you say? Alienism doesn't make sense, so you couldn't say that. Inter interspecies relations, I guess, is the formal way of putting it. But how? But what's, what's the negative of that? Because that's more of a positive inter- interspecies. That's a good thing that you're, you're connecting together. So what's the negative of that? Like like racism and sexism, which is people who hate that them because of that colour or hate them because they... Or, or so what would the down. word be if humans... Hated those aliens. ...were not attracted to aliens or did not like... Yeah. A different race, oh my God. <laughs> it's not racism because that's... that's a, a human word for humans not liking other humans yeah. or the colour of their skin, etc. Yeah, so it's a it's a prejudice against aliens, but this is going to be a specific word. So if for they're it. not another race, then what are they? Because it would be that with ism on the end of it. Well, they'd be a different species, I guess. Yeah, you couldn't say race because race is a human so concept. Like spe- speciesist. <laughs> yeah, it's a speciesism. Speciesism. Because we don't consider you wouldn't. I suppose you would only consider those social constructs for an, a race of people intelligent enough to understand them. So. You can't be racist to a cat or a dog. Well, I suppose you could. You could be breedist. You would only like dogs of a certain breed or a certain type. <laughs> <laughs> but have you just invented a new word? I think I've breedist. invented a new word. I want that coined in the Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> that was Carl uh, with the breedist there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's copyrighted now. That's copyrighted <laughs> now. But you heard it here first. <laughs> you wouldn't really think about it in that context. You wouldn't. If people only like cats of a certain breed or dogs of a certain breed, again, you don't. It doesn't really make that much of a difference in the long run. It's just natural selection. We're at a point now where if we choose to breed more of this dog than that dog, then so be it. That's just the way that society goes. But and the thing is, no one will ever ever say uh, that it's bad to be breedist because no one will ever care because yeah, they're animals. It's, it's so day. insignificant. It doesn't matter. It, it, these people just make. They, I think they do this to gain popularity on whatever platform they choose to use because outrage sells. So if they say something outrageous like that, you know, they just... Like the Gucci jumper. Yeah, they haven't got a personality... Yeah. They haven't got a decent enough personality to think of something constructive or profound to say, so they just keep turning over the same nonsense and profiting off people's outrage. But, yeah, in terms of another alien species... Well, they'd probably see us as cats and dogs. They're like, well, doesn't matter what our preference is to them. They're an insignificant race to us. 
I'd like to think that we wouldn't be completely insignificant, but okay. I think we probably would. Depends. But then our assumptions, which would lead to our prejudices. Yeah, exactly. How would we look at them if we suddenly saw, like we said just, out, just now outside, if the giant mothership was hovering over Bridgend like it did in Independence Day, when our Will Smith came out, walked down the path, picked up his newspaper, started reading it, and then <laughs> noticed this 15-mile-wide spaceship above him, which is blocking out most of the light, and went... <gasps> but would you automatically assume it's here to kill us or to meet us? There would be a lot of things crossing my mind. I think initially I'd be thinking, we're all going to die. They're going to take over. And then I thought, well, hang on, why haven't they done it yet? What do you think about artificial intelligence then? So we're talking about a different species. So let's say that aliens found Earth and we were talking about the relationship between those. When artificial in- intelligence, I suppose this is the next evolution of human beings, when artificial intelligence develops to the point where you've got completely sentient machines, well, you can't even call them a machine at that point because they are a person. And let's say we created an artificial intelligence persona where you would put a chip or something into a prosthetic and it became a living being for all essential purposes. So you'd have human beings walking around and you'd have these artificial intelligence, well, you'd have these artificial, yeah, you'd have these artificial people, I can't even say they're artificial, I see all those different things, but you'd have a, a person of a different origin then, shall we say, walking around how would you feel about that because for me attraction is based on it's mostly perception so if you're a straight man if you perceive someone else to be a woman regardless of whether they're a woman or not you may be attracted to them because they're they're you see them as a woman i would say it's more connection it's not so much attraction i would say if if you connect with someone it doesn't matter who they are, yeah. doesn't matter what species or race or sexuality, if you connect with them, if you get on well with them and you then find yourself attracted to them, that's what causes it. So it doesn't matter what you the, are. The Orville. Correction. The Orville. Yeah. Have you got to that episode yet? Oh, you asked uh, which, which one is that? What's the uh, robot's name? Oh, with with the Doctor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like In the Orville... The doctor, the human doctor, falls in love with an android, an artificial intelligence um, robot, basically. Isaac. Isaac. Couldn't remember his name. Yeah, Isaac. Uh, And it's a bit weird when you first watch it because you think, well, he's a mechanical thing that has no organic about him at all. But she finds she she no emotion. And no emotion. Yeah, he's literally just got a blank face with two dots as eyes, and that's it. So he's got no physical appearances, nothing at all. But she falls in love with him because she has such a strong connection with him. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Like they get around it with the holograms and stuff, which is really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's bizarre but, that. Yeah, but um, I don't see why that's a problem because it's not about the attraction so much; it's about the connection. And any any relationship is about connection, not about attraction. Like, I mean, there's got to be a certain amount, otherwise you're not going to start that connection. I hate people who say it's all about personality and not looks. At the end that's of the day, definitely if, some looks. Yeah, if, if, you, if you're in a bar. Point. You're not going to go next yeah. to the person. You're going to go to the person that you find the most attractive, yeah, yeah. not to the person you think, oh, yeah, she's got a good personality or he's got a good personality just by looking at them. You're not going to know that. So there's got to be a certain amount of looks involved. But having said that, I mean, there could be people you work with that you've never even thought like that. It could be friends that you've never even entertained in a, in a, in a sexual way at all. 
and then the more you get to know each other, the connection starts to come to to, to to blossom, and then something can lead from that. So I think connection is 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 the main part of it. Because this is where I throw the transgender topic into the ring because that's discussed a lot these days, and I think it follows on from the same comment that a Tyler guy made: is that if if a man decides that he wants to go through the process of becoming a woman and heterosexual men then aren't attracted to that now woman, are you discriminating the fact that if you knew or he, you would say that, oh, that person may look like a man, therefore you're not attracted to them. Is it, would you think that's discrimination to say that they're not attracted to that person because they used to be a man. Do you think that's an acceptable statement? I, I, you have to clear that one up. I don't know what you mean on that one. Sorry. So let's say if a, a man went through the process to become a woman, right, and another man found that yeah. woman attractive. So let's say that. Use people as an example. Use me as an example if you want. Okay. Let, let's say that. Let's say that Martin went through the. Let's say you both. Both of the same age for the sake of this. <laughs> you didn't know Martin and Martin didn't know you. So Martin went through the process to become Martina. <laughs> and there was a chance encounter that you both met each other. You started to get to know each other. And then it just happened to pop up in conversation that Martina used to be Martin. You then decide, well, I'm not attracted to you now because I knew that you used to be a man. Therefore, I don't. I'm not attracted to your identity as a woman based on the history of yeah. your process of the journey. Do you think that's an acceptable perceptage, perception for you to say you're not attracted to Martina because of the fact I that you used to be that Martin? would be my insecurities rather than anything else. I, don't, I wouldn't say it's discrimination so much as it's a personal insecurity that you can't, in your head, fathom out and deal with. Like, I would say yes, it's fine to say that. Yeah, it's yeah. down to your own personal choice. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. It's not a discrimination. It's just a personal insecurity yeah. that you can't get over that barrier, basically. It's something that you can't physically or mentally understand. So because of that reason, you can't get on board with it. I don't find men that have um, transitioned into women attractive. That, and that's my choice, and I can think yeah. like that. And there's, there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. And I think... But the, the, I think the idea is... I think the idea is, though... No. Yeah, but I think yeah, your idea is that you did find her attractive and then when she told you that she used to be a man you don't find her attractive yeah. anymore if yeah so but but you or you had already found her attractive up until that point yes so yeah it's, it's a bit of a tricky one because you can't really I found out they were a man and that but that's your fault then that's your insecurity it has nothing to do with her it's it's, it's, it's yeah, taken well, out of her hands then because yes. that's all on you then yes that's fine but i think that's fair to say I think the, what you're asking, it's still fair. It's a just comment for me to say, well, I'm not attracted to you now. Because it's the same as going out with sort of, you know, a woman and then find she's she's um, um, a serial killer. Well, okay, I'm not attracted to you now because you're a serial <laughs> killer. You're not the type of person that I'm attracted to. Well, I, d I don't know if you could say that, though. Because if how, how do you know that that person who was a man is now a woman isn't actually really... you you do you, you don't give it a chance, and because you don't give it a chance, because you can't get over that barrier... I don't have to give it a chance. 
but one was if it was the right person. One was if I, I don't necessarily believe yeah. in soulmates. My loss. Your loss. Okay. What, what about you? If, if I again, I don't necessarily believe in soulmates, but if there was and that was your soulmate, and you've just kind of not got past that barrier, and you've lost the one person that you're meant to love for the rest of your life, how would you feel? I think it's a. I'm glad I asked that question, actually. That was a good discussion. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it is very difficult. And for me, it comes down to perception. I'm very much someone who trusts my gut instinct. I, don't, I honestly don't care what people think of me or my opinions. I've, I've passed that point. I'm quite lucky in that regard. You're not 50 yet, though. I'll probably get even worse when I'm 50. <laughs> <laughs> but if I, if I, in that example, if I sat down, well, I at that point I would know any different if I've perceived that person to be a woman and I was attracted to them because they were a woman I saw them out and about they looked like a woman to me as an individual and I approached them as a heterosexual male you know approaching a woman and I perceived them as a woman I'd have to go with my gut and say well as of right now regardless of that person's history because for the most part it's irrelevant up until that point if I'm attracted to them and I perceive them to be a woman, regardless of their history, then there's something there, clearly, because I'm looking at this person, I'm attracted to them. If their personality is garbage, then that's a different story altogether. They not. But if I'm attracted to them physically, if we get on together, and then you know, sh they say, I used to be a man, I don't think I'd care at that point, to be honest. I know it's a difficult thing to say, because I know it goes back to the manly thing of oh, men being men, lumberjack, mm. rrr, beards, and <laughs> lumberjack people beards. might think that, well, you're, having, <laughs> you're technically having sex with another man. It's like, well, yeah, you, I wouldn't. Yeah, it, you, you? you wouldn't, because if they, if they identify themselves completely as a woman and they look like a woman, they act like a woman, then they are a woman. And, it's, and that, that's why perception is a big thing to me, because... You know, I don't care what other people think of this person or what they perceive them as. If they didn't know that she, well, let's say she at that time, if, if that person used to be a man, you wouldn't know until, if you saw them as a woman and then they told you they used to be a man, you wouldn't have known otherwise. Yeah. So your gut perception is that's a woman, I'm attracted to that woman. The attraction to me wouldn't change if they said they used to be a man. I wouldn't think anything well, different at that the point. The attraction might not change to me, but to answer the question, would it be okay to say I'm now not attracted to that because he used to be a man, then yes, I think that is okay to say that, that I'm now not attracted to that person because it's down to your individual choice. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you're... It's not, doesn't, it's not discriminative, it's just, again, a sexual preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, you know, no, I, I wasn't saying I'm automatically... A few technical issues here, just yeah, bear with there us. We there, there we go. Nope, still having a few technical yeah, issues. Yeah, turn the microphone off. Uh, off oh, again. What? Sorry about this, listeners. Technology and 50-year-olds don't work. We can edit this out. Yeah. yeah, I might have to. I got a sticky button. Just hold it down. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. We'll cut that bit out, didn't we? Why don't you um, move this down a bit so it's not so... so it doesn't fall back into it so much? Well, we're 40 minutes in, so we'll be... Uh, I think I think you're right though is that that answer some people may perceive as ignorant because it's solely based on the fact that 
your initial judgment was that of a woman and then you decided, oh, I don't like you anymore because you used to be a man. But that's fine. That's, that's your opinion. You're not, you can't change yeah, your yeah. opinion. That, that opinion is based on whatever your history is and it's not going to change. So you can't judge someone based on that. And, you know, I'd like to think that people going through the process get coached about these things to say, look, people may perceive you as a woman, but they may think differently of you when they understand your history and when you get to that point. Again, I don't know that much on the topic, but I think, yeah, it's perfectly fine to say. And I, that Tyler guy sounds like a moron for saying that if you're not attracted to person X because of skin colour, gender preferences or whatever, that you're automatically racist or sexist or you're a transphobe or whatever the word is these yeah. days. It's, it's, it's absolute nonsense. It was, yeah. And as soon as I read it, I thought, what a stupid comment. But mm. he loves so many people now. I knew so many people would be applauding him for that. Saying, yeah, well done, Tyler. You know, you, you misunderstood yeah, yeah. for all these people that's who think you need a dick. Prejudice to everyone else who has the opinion yeah. that he's wrong. Saying that he's right is just wrong in itself. It's a totally illogical statement. It's yeah. Racism it and sexual preference doesn't mix together. There is no com combination between the two. It doesn't matter. I've said this before. You could be a man, a woman, transgender. You could be an alien with three breasts and 19 pairs total of recall. arms. Good, yeah, good, it could be a total <laughs> recall scenario. If for that person to be accepted into my friendship group, I don't care what they look like or what their preferences are. It's about personality. Who are you as a person? What are your values? Do we connect when we talk? You know, if we're attracted to each other, it doesn't matter what you look like. It goes past. Yes, looks play as a part of it initially, but for the most part, a long-lasting relationship goes well past that. Yeah, of course it does. Because your yeah. looks go to shit when you're older. So it, that's irrelevant. It's all about how compatible you are as people. But yeah, people seem to think that you have to be attracted to all spectrum of race, creed, religion, gender, just because. This is stupid. Yeah, you're right. It's a lot of shit. Right. Absolute lot of crap. So I think we should end up there and go and sample some uh, Asian cuisine. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> sounds like a good idea. Yeah. I can actually eat this week. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, yes. let's go. Well, thanks, guys. And we'll speak, Thank to you. Our, speak to you, our listener, next week. Take care. Thank uh -huh. you. Ta-da. <laughs>